Welcome to Biscuit. Okay, okay. I've seen better, I've seen worse. I I take responsibility for the worst part. Yeah. Because I think I was jumping around trying to confuse you and see what you do with it, but I I like it. My part wasn't great either. Look. It's okay. This is what you do to make me feel better about myself. <laughs> In reality, it's not necessary because I really how are you? When you said I've seen better, I've seen worse, I would say I've seen fire and I've, I've seen, seen rain. rain. I got oh, I love that song. That would never end. That's the mood I've I'm in right now. The only times that I could not find a friend. But I always thought that I'd see you again. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are, you guys. You guys, I love that song. 21. That is a great song. I would try and pay tribute to that song growing up. My dad would always be like, James Taylor's a drug addict. (gasps) Hated him. But even though he is a drug addict, he was a beautiful Well, let's think about it. All of the the greats, frankly, were drug addicts. That's true. I mean, they had to channel their pain. Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix. Also, uh, who's the guy from The Doors? Nick Carter. James Morrison. <laughs> James Morrison. <laughs> James Morrison. James Morrison of the Jim Morrison family. In our group, we always called him James because yeah. he's so not a James. Yeah, he's so not a James. So um, episode. Amy Winehouse. I mean, the list goes on. The list goes on. on. Yeah. Um, welcome back, hey. everybody. Welcome. Episode 21. Um, Catherine, yeah. I got a follow-up mailbag for the fight list. Oh. The Celebrity Fight Club is picking up steam. Yeah, people love this topic. There are so many celebrities worth fighting. <laughs> and this one is really funny. It comes from Maria, a.k.a. Melissa Gorga. Maria, Maria. Um, did I, I didn't read this last time, right? No. Okay, good. I'm really looking um, forward yes. to it, though, because I would imagine Maria, if you'll recall, Maria, Maria. we made her take the personality test. She's embarrassed by it. I don't know why I keep blowing her spot on it, but she did come back 96% judging. Judging. So she's going to have strong opinions. Yeah, well, she got a long list. I love it. At no doubt. And I she says, wait. hey, ladies, been meaning to send an email and finally getting around to it. If I don't do it when I'm not listening, not going to happen. Late to the game on this response. Maria and listeners... We like it. Text us. Impromptu mm-hmm, text while you're mm-hmm. listening. Just a stream of consciousness. That's if fine. If you want it to make it to the air, you're better off texting Laura than me. That's true. I do take notes, but sometimes I lose track of mm-hmm. them. So, yeah. yeah. There's a lot There's a lot but going we on. We love the feedback. In case um, you celebrity Fight Club. Okay, okay. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Why? Just because her she, style's so bad? She doesn't really give me, she gives, only gives me uh, a reason for one person. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to rattle it <laughs> off. That's very Maria. That's very Maria. Straight and to yeah. the point. Kelly Clarkson. All right, let's discuss each of them then okay. to entertain ourselves. So I like Kelly Clarkson as a singer. I think she has a few really solid songs. I really like Kelly Clarkson. Who, have you seen that? It's um one of the like talk shows. I don't know if it was Jimmy Kim. It might have been Jimmy Kimmel or one of those. She mm-hmm. was on his show and they got drunk together. Yes, that was the funniest. Yeah, who was that? Uh, I don't think it was Jimmy. I think from, it was Conan, maybe. No, I feel like he's the guy from Saturday Night Live that does the the news update. Seth Meyer. Oh yeah, you're right. It was Seth Meyer. It was Seth Meyer. 
Here's funny. I like a They're few of funny. her songs. That was really funny. I also think that Maria probably wants to fight her because she does have the worst celebrity style of, of any celebrity yeah. ever. I'm continually dismayed that no one has at least attempted to help her figure out. It's really not that bad of a problem with her body. She just doesn't have boobs. And then she kind of has a butt. So it's just a constant barrage of people messing up her look and making her look dowdier yeah. and less cool than she is. Well, and but she I also, like I mean, she had She's a grapple nice. with the early 2000s when it was like all about low rise jeans, yeah. which she can't really do with that body no. type. No, 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 no. She had real chunky highlights, mm -hmm. if you'll recall. Okay, Kenny Chesney. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I can't believe my sister Michelle did not bring up Kenny Chesney. She hates Kenny Chesney and his puka shell necklaces, and I don't blame her. Is he the one that... <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for that, but does he have a lisp, or he looks like there's he a, does? There's a duck quality yes, to, his to his mouth, mouth. that's weird. Mm -hmm. He's short AF. He always has on a puka shell summer necklace. Yeah. He looks like a real dweeb attack, and he also always, like... His songs are just like, it's like... Two birds on a Sunday and a sitting out on a duck in your face. Do we, are there any songs that so we like? Annoying. He is song? annoying. Okay. He's talking about, I want to run my Kenny Chesney feels. He's just so, what? he's annoying. He's he, a bad country singer. He refers himself in third yes, person he in does, his songs. Does he in that yes. song. Yeah. Okay. So that is a, all of the other things debatable, but that's a hateable reason. No, he also married Renee Zellweger at the height of her frozen face. And mm. all the pictures, <laughs> you see them on the beach and her face just looks like, oh, my stunning you in the silky gown. And they dated for like two weeks. So it was almost like you felt like he kidnapped her, did a bust, bust plastic surgery, married her in a satin nightgown on the beach. And her face in the whole, all the pictures looks like, how did I wind Confused. up? Am I here? Is We're like, Renee, blink, we blink twice if you need help. And then they divorced two months later. Uh, Ramona Singer. Boo. We love Ramona. Ramona is my favorite housewife other than maybe Dorinda. Was she was she pretending to have vertigo? Was she said, see, <laughs> vertigo. I mean, I watched that clip. I have turned Mr. Ham into a huge Ramona fan because if you're going to live under this roof, yeah. you got no choice but then to appreciate her for all of her clownery. And it's like every week, even this week, which is, you know, Housewives of New York City has never been worse. It is not a good season. But Ramona still is telling everybody she has vertigo, stands up, closes her eyes, closes her you eyes. You got to catch me. You got to catch me. I'm you got to catch me. Stutters, opens her eyes. See, back vertigo. <laughs> she does it. Closes her eyes, <laughs> falls into to Sonia's arms, and it's like, see, vertigo. Sits down. I was like, that is the best thing. She's such a treasure. She's Maria, a treasure. Take it back. I also disagree with this one. Steve Buscemi, oh. also a freaking treasure. Well, Maria is always very put together. Mm. You will recall that when Ashley was having her first baby, and we were having our shower at Grandma Jessie Miller McGann's mm -hmm. house. Uh, the instructions that Maria gave, we all went around and gave advice to the new mother. And Maria said, straight faced, just make sure you get up every day, shower, blow out your hair, curl it, put on a full <laughs> face and makeup, heels, and a really nice outfit by like 9 a.m. We were all I like, sat there what? looking across the circle from her, like, 
I mean, I don't do any of that no. ever on any day. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot to put on a new mom. Like, where are you going? So Maria's always put together she and is. she always ha looks good. That's why we call her Melissa Gorga. She's always got her leopard on fleek. I would imagine she finds Steve Buscemi so unattractive. She can't even appreciate his art. Well, that's a shame. Because he's a delight. He's really good. Um, have you watched The Sopranos, Maria? Yes. Get back to me. Yeah. But also I, The Sopranos starts kind of going downhill when he shows up. So I can see where you might what, kind of What do you like, mean going downhill? That's I, I feel like it was stronger the first few seasons than the last few seasons. But I will say I, we are getting ready to rewatch it because okay. I haven't watched it since yeah. it was on. I, might, I may have a different opinion. Yeah, I think you're gonna want to edit this out when you <laughs> when you watch it and uh, you circle back. That may be worse. Christina Aguilera. That's another one that was really on Michelle's fight list for a long time, but then Michelle also has a very soft spot for I'm a genie in a bottle. You're gonna run me um, in the right way. Christina. Christina. I get it. Like, the dirty one you, you're you not a fan of. Well, here's the thing about Xtina. She came up at the same time as Britney and Jessica. And and is the best singer out of the three. Is hands down the best yeah, singer out of 100%. the three. But had a very strong voice for that little elf face. You know, like it was almost too big for her body. Britney and Jessica were so much cuter that the world kind of gravitated towards them. And then Britney had to get dirty oh, I think to get everybody cute. to notice. See, them. I think she just is dirty. I think she's the most authentic out of the three. Probably. <laughs> it feels like saying Mariah Carey is authentic. Like, no, because Mariah Carey is kind, kind of, of. <laughs> also kind of not. I well, don't even kind know. Of Maybe a little bit unhinged. Mm -hmm. And I think Christina, like they all went through their own rebellion yeah. phase of like, I'm not a girl, I'm a woman. Yeah. You know, and I think she took it to the But here is the thing about Christina that does make me want to fight her. Her fake tan. No. I'm thinking about her because she's a judge on the on the voice. Yeah. Which I haven't watched in many moons, but I've seen enough to know that Christina just has an insatiable need to always make it about her. Mm. Even if there's a brilliant contestant up on the stage with the most unique voice ever, she can't resist the urge to be like, you know, let me tell you, that was fantastic. But what you couldn't do with a, and <laughs> like she has to steal the show. Yeah, I could see that. So it does kind of make um, Nicole Kidman. <laughs> also kind of get it also on Michelle's list, I think. Oh, really? Um, sandwich club cereal, as she's known in some circles. Yeah. Um, Nicole Kidman, I like. Yeah, I do too. Because of her and Jimmy Kimmel's little thing. Remember how, like, have you ever seen the interview where she was like, I had a crush on you. And I thought you were so funny. And Jimmy Kimmel was like, are you kidding like, me? He's like, I'm going to kill I could have asked you out. He's like, remember that time? You were at, like weirdly at my apartment. We were like, and I was like, hey, you want to play video games? And she's like, yeah, I thought it was cute. He's like, my mind is blown. I need a divorce. You yes. need a divorce. Like, what now in what the world do we do? are you telling me? And oh that made God. me really like her. I like her. Yeah. I think, I mean, I know. So did you watch, what was that um, show, that, that uh, Netflix series that she just did? With Hugh Grant. Oh, with I the, haven't the watched it. Man, oh, you haven't? Mm -hmm. Jesse, what's, what's that one called? The Netflix show with Hugh Grant and Nicole Kidman. It was just, it was a big oh. thing. You have to watch it, Catherine. I know I do. Um, Sharper Objects? No, it was. Sharper Things? Uh, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. 
objects that are shining? On oh, the undoing. The oh, undoing. I don't even know about it. You really. must watch it. Okay. You must. Okay. I can't believe it was like so. What genre is it in? In the zeitgeist. It's a drama. Yeah. And like it's suspenseful or sus- romantic. It's a mystery psychological thr- thriller. Well, I'd be too scared. Based on a 2014 novel you should have known by Jean Hans Horlitz. <laughs> Here she comes with her baguette um, straight from France. Yes. And it's fantastic, and you must watch it immediately. Okay. But she has had. She Luckily looks for you, amazing. We just wrapped two up for handles, so we got. Ah, oh, you got an opening. <laughs> so she looks amazing. Okay. But then there are moments where it's also like she does look like she's got a lot of work. Yeah. People really criticized her for like overacting. Mm-hmm. I thought she was a delight. Okay. So watch it, and we can okay. circle back okay. to Nicole Kidman. Kidman, but you know, you I know me. Thought of I kind of an overactor. No. Like uh, Scarlett Johansson, yes. Oh, you think she's an overactor? Oh my gosh, that movie that her and the guy from um, Girls. Oh, helped. I couldn't watch that. Ugh, her haircut. Talk about was so an overactor. I was like, do you feel good about how deep you were in your your movie set in a play set in a movie? It was really bad. She was an actress in the movie mm-hmm. with a Today dopey haircut, playing, playing the role. Of a girl named blah 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 and yeah. a play about blah blah blah. It was so no, stupid. I couldn't. I turned it on and yeah. like I think I fell asleep immediately. I don't know how I got um, it. Okay, I don't know who this person is. Okay. Dana White. Dana White. The UFC? The head of the UFC? Oh, Jesse's Googling. Dana White. Yeah, he's out of the UFC. I okay. was gonna think he's hot. But me I don't wait, let me see. I'm not up to date on UFC. Uh, maybe there's a big scandal with him and Dana. maybe he like, you know, did something horrible out in the world. Okay. I think he's hot. For you a do. Bald guy. Interesting. But if he is a horrible murderer and something, I'm just not up to, to the news. I'll Maria, retract. you're going to need to send a follow up with yeah, reasons. I need to understand um, why you hate Dana White. Okay, two more. Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I appreciate this. And here's I like the thing. Joe Rogan. Here is that thing. Now that we're in the podcast game, people compare us to Joe Rogan all the time. <laughs> They say I listen to two, Joe Rogan, uh, and you. Yes. Um, but I think Joe Rogan undeniably has the most popular podcast. It's pretty well known that it has the most listeners. Um, I did try and listen to it now that we're in the podcast game because I felt like I should educate myself. Mm-hmm. I wasn't particularly interested, so it didn't. The episode I was listening to didn't like grab me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Joe Rogan is. Not necessarily offensive to me, Mm-mm. but I also don't know if I think that he is like deserving of this hugely successful podcast. I mean, I think we should dethrone Have you him listened? pretty quick. Like I said, I tried. I just didn't find it yeah. that interesting. Okay. It's Michael said to me, because he's listened to it more and he's like, it's sort of like what Howard Stern has already done. Yeah. Which I think there's a lot of people that do that. And I love Howard Stern. I mean, so I kind of feel like whenever you see that imitation, great. Whatever, maybe it's funny sometimes, maybe it's not, but like. Well, and it's paved the way for all mm-hmm, of this mm-hmm, podcasting mm-hmm. too. Although Howard Stern famously mm-hmm. hates podcasting, of course he does. But but when he finally retires from Sirius, get, guess what he's going to do? Podcast. Podcasts. Yeah, he's going to be like, "Why didn't nobody tell me about this?" this I is love amazing. Howard Stern. Howard's on great. your own schedule, Howard, you don't have to get get up at three in the morning. Yeah. On your own schedule, just come on our show. <laughs> <laughs> think. All right, last one. Yeah, and this one, she does provide an explanation. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I know, 
but her shocked face at every award show and the songs she writes after a breakup annoy me. Her style is solid. There she goes. Her songs are incredible. Here's the thing. She's a great songwriter. I don't disagree with you. I think that Taylor Swift's first album is overrated and annoying. I do think she was real cute from the start. Yeah. Um, I think that new Welcome to New York album is really good. And we did see her in concert yeah. on that tour. And it was kind Incredible. of amazing. It was a really good production. Mm-hmm. She probably lip synced the whole thing, but I didn't know it. And it was a great show. Wait, we went to um, the was at Nationwide, Big Reputation. Big Reputation. That was the oh. next one we went to outside. With oh, all the snakes. That one was good. And if you'll recall, I love that album. I didn't like that album. Oh. You and Ashley both loved it. You said, Do you want to go? I said, No, I don't even like that album. Then Ashley, the day of, as she always does, says, Please, will you just go? Mm-hmm. And I'll buy a ticket for you. And yeah. I said, Fine. So I went. Christmas. And I had a good time, but I didn't like that album that much. And I just I couldn't get into the songs that much. Um, I do like her latest with Boney Vare. There's mm. some really cool collab there. Yeah. Um, but she's a lot. She's pretty extra. I love that song, Lover. Mm-hmm. And I'm there you go. I don't know if I know that one. Can we always be this close? It sounds pretty. Well, I'm singing it to you because I love yes, you. Yes, we'll always be this close. <laughs> Guess what? I say, okay, okay, <laughs> we will continue to be best friends, <laughs> and then we will sing this song so Forever people know that we ever. are the closest of podcasting See? friends. You want to change our whole intro? I feel that feels better than our original, we do 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 with Welcome to the Biscuits. Mm. Um, okay, shout out. Thanks I don't for know. that, Maria. Love Thank you, you Maria. Maria. Send another one. I, I also, I responded to you, so respond to my response, please, and thank you. <laughs> not uh, begging, not desperate. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Um, so I don't know if you have any stats per- prepared today, especially after India Gate. Can we talk about it or not yet? Well, we can, but first okay. I want to give a huge shout out mm-hmm. to the newest of male listeners, my brother-in-law, Kevin. What? Yes, Father Kevin. time, husband time. Yeah, husband brother time. Brother father time. Brother Kevin. This is is nice. So Dana. How did this happen? So when they went on vacation. I know. they. I think she made him listen to it in the car. Yeah. And then he brought it up to me. The I mean, he came down last weekend. Yeah. And my sister didn't because she wasn't feeling well. Yeah. But Kevin came down, and uh, he was like, "We listen to the podcast. I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It's really funny." I was Thank like, you. "Brother, I know." So maybe our male listenership is back up to maybe twenty nine. It's still twenty seven percent. It's been holding there for some time. Holding steady. Yeah. Thank you, brother. Brother Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, that is thrilling news. Yeah, thrilling. I love hearing about our male listeners, and it's always fun to you know. We got together with the Carnes crew um, at some point during the 4th of July weekend for a couple hours. And I heard Carnes doing some side selling for us. Nice. Know, telling Jeremy Tanger and Kelly, you should you definitely should. be listening. Yeah. It's really good. I, I would expect that. nothing less from him. You know, he I does have that. a regular segment that we like to embarrass him on. And he says, please stop referring to me. And I say, <laughs> when I die, I will stop referring to you. And I Hate and bacon and gushing. bacon gushers. <laughs> um, um, okay, do you want to talk about India Gate? Do you yeah, have a list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mostly just look, 
I was prepared. You know, I, I realized that I was not going to edit out the fact that I did, in fact, allude to India being a happy man. Yeah. And it was uh, too funny. It was, it, you know, look, sometimes you make mistakes. We're all human, just doing the best we can. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Michael's and my good friend Randy said, in your defense, India is very large. It is. And I said, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't it seem like there's more stuff going on in there? Yeah. Anyways, I got a lot of in the moment, my sister being one, <laughs> I believe she texted us her exact words. She texted Laura and I and said, so India is not a continent clown. Um, <laughs> to which I said, yeah, uh, keep we listening. got there. Uh, Thank no. you very much. Um, my favorite, though, was from the young quiche, Miss B. Sweet B. She writes our titles every week, unless they're X-rated. She writes our descriptions every week, and she does a far better job than I ever could have. And she texts me while she's listening, and she said, you said India is a continent, sarcastically, correct? And I said- <laughs> Please tell me. Then she, you know, she followed up right after that, and she said, oh, just listen some more, and Laura corrected you. And then she followed up and said, yikes, Miss Ham. And I said, I don't know what happened there. Yeah. I was so sure for yeah. one moment. So I was so certain. very, very, very sure. I'm going to revisit the world map. And then, of course, she put it in the description and I highlighted it to her and I sent it to her and I said, good call. She said, look, I speak the truth. You know, I'm the unbiased marker yeah. of this pod. She's got to play with what we give yeah, her. And yeah. that was some really good content. And listen, she, it happens. You know, Keish, I love you. And I'm sorry if I disappointed you. If you look up to me a little bit less, just know that when you're my mm-hmm. age, which is 44. Call Catherine when you're 44. You call me <laughs> when you're 44. You let me know if, if it is still counted. I don't know. I'm doing things. I got kids to raise. I, gotta I got kids. Team. Well, what I told Catherine, I can't be I said, worrying about what is the world round <laughs> exactly and also you know be in your defense or mm-hmm. in Catherine's defense yes. you are more closer closer more exactly. closer Good way to make this point <laughs> <laughs> you are closer to social studies and yeah, world geography man. and frankly grammar classes thank you yeah thank you, you are in it because actually stuff. i was an english major folks Ooh. i wasn't spending time learning about the world. Whether it was Roger Flat. Whether it was Roger. <laughs> that is one of my favorite quotes. For just for some weird reason, one day I was watching The View. I don't know why, because I never enjoyed The View at any stage of The View. But Whoopi Goldberg was talking about Columbus Day, the reason why we celebrate it. Sherry Shepard said, uh, wait, what are you saying that the that the world is round? What do you mean by that? Yeah. And Whoopi says, Sherry, please tell me you're kidding. <laughs> Like there's a big day for this, you know, and and Sherry, instead of doing what I'm trying to do, which is gracefully admit I messed up, okay, uh-huh. I didn't know about that part of the world, and I should have, and I'm ashamed. She took the opposite approach, and she took the defense train of look, I have a lot going on, I have kids, yeah, I have work, and I can't be thinking about is the world round or flat. <laughs> Which I thought was such a fascinating approach. I have kids. Yeah. So I was going to come in today and just say, look, I have a lot going on and I can't be worried about India. And I thought, no, I'm not sure. No, we are worried about India. I am worried about India. Because we want some new listeners from another country. Yes. Or continent. Yeah. Either way. Choose your choice. Either way. Yeah. Um, Um, We'll apologize to our Indian fans when they join the party. All right. 
Um, what other follow-up do you have before we go to brunch? Um, I do have one shout out from our dear listeners from the beginning. She was the first person I'd like to give a special shout out to rate us on and review us mm. on both Facebook and Apple iTunes podcast, Apple Podcasts, that platform. Yeah. Um, and give us a review. Our girl Whitney Trupec from we Whitney. worked with her at the Rent Path Days. Hey, and Whitney. she has hey. been listening all along. And she I recently caught up with her and she said that um biscuits and the ham is her Monday tradition. And she listens to it as she works in the morning. And she said, I weirdly feel like we've been talking regularly because I listen to you all the time and I just listen to you. Oh my God, I and, love that. Um, anyways, at one point in our conversation, she was referencing the pod and she said, I mean, I'm not a sponsor, but I should. <laughs> but I got the biggest kick out of it because I'm like, you're right, Whitney, you should. So whatever you want to do to sponsor us, we're not down. We're still waiting for Where is she now? Us. Remind she me. She lives in Denver. No, I know she lives in Denver. Oh, she but works for Valley Living. Valley Living. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love Whitney. Love her. This is amazing. Yeah. And while we're at it, some of our other she industry She also friends. gave me a really good topic Ooh. that we'll need to explore someday about um, why women don't take as many risks as men. Oh, Whitney. And she had a theory that day. she said, this is kind of out there. And I said, I don't think it's that out there at all, actually. I don't. think that makes a lot of sense. So okay. I'll hold it. Yeah, hold but it. I get that in your notebook I got for it. a rainy day. Um, well, and, and while we're on the, the subject of our industry friends, mm -hmm. um, also big shout out to Michelle Austin, who's also been listening. I love Michelle Austin. Yes. And you know, let me let's talk about she's Michelle a Austin sweetheart. for a second. And our girl Jenny Dolan, who's also listening. I don't know how deep she is, but I know she's yeah. listening. When you hear this, yeah, I mean, tell us. We have so many friends in the apartment multifamily world that we work in. And both Michelle and Jenny were competitive or competitors of ours mm -hmm. at one point. And they have continued to be the model of every competitive relationship I want to have since then. Because we played really clean. We thought really highly of each other. If someone got sold by them, we'd bow out gracefully. There was a certain person that came in the market and that all sort of shifted. And they in didn't play that way. And didn't play that way. But I love those two girls. Yeah. They've always stayed in the industry. Jenny's now a client of mine. Mm -hmm. I just saw her not that long ago and she told me this. And Michelle's awesome. She yeah. works for a staffing agency in our industry yeah. and is the best. She's great. Shout out Michelle. Yeah. Shout out Michelle. Shout out Jenny. Whitney. I can't wait to yes. see you hopefully at NAA this summer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> Um, the only other thing that I have that's just sort of random that I will mention is um, when I, I was talking about the, all of the fast food chains with Carnes, mm -hmm. you know, how we listed them out, yeah. our favorites and our worst favorites. And in the, the course of that conversation, Chris Carnes said, <laughs> and I didn't have my phone on me, so I said, Michael, give me your phone so I could text it to myself and remember it for you. His order at Outback is the McDundee. What is that? <laughs> and I said, what's the McDundee? He's like, every time I went out back, I always get the McDundee. The McDundee. That said, sounds made up. What's the McDundee? He's like a sirloin with baked, baked potato without all the goop. Um, without? Just salt, pepper, butter, sour cream, chives, and a Foster's Draft. And I said, so you basically get all the goop except for like what shredded cheese maybe yeah. like, and bacon. Well, and the goop is what makes like a baked potato yeah. amazing. He's, but he prefers it on the side. Sure. But anyways, I just thought that was really funny that they even have something called the McDundee 
that I can picture Carnes ordering the McDundee, yeah. that he gets a Foster's with it. Yeah. Just to carry out the Australian theme. I kind of wonder if he orders it in an Aussie accent. What's it as like McDundee? Yeah. Dundee? Gabna? Wait. <laughs> no, that's British. What is it? Uh, I always mess up Australian. Mate. Mate, when you talk Australian, you gotta raise your voice at the end. At the end. Like you're asking a question. Okay. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna turn it like British fuck me real quick. Nice like um so also one more note that I'm relieved to follow up on because I've had it in my notes and I haven't brought it to the table because it's been so disheartening. Um within the Apple podcast platform, we have twenty-four reviews. Uh-huh. All of them are five star. Four of them were lovely enough to include more details. But all of a sudden, like a week ago, we got like one two star review. What did they say? Nothing, which made it even more tragic. And they I was really offended by it. And I brought it on. I put it on my list to be like, two star, what we do, give us feedback, tell us how we could help you. Yeah. All of a sudden, I went on there today, five stars. Rating 5.0. I think someone hit it accidentally oh, with their finger and just accidentally it. gave us two stars. So it's a note to all of our listeners. Not only should you give it us a lovely star rating, and if, if you have feedback that prohibits you from that, please give it to us first. Yeah. Allow us to fix ourselves. Yeah. Um, but give us ratings and then accidentally don't hit one or two stars. That about yeah. broke my heart. I'd almost rather have a, like a one star. Just maybe it was like a really weird fit for someone who only likes Star Trek. Yeah. They just found themselves on our podcast. But yeah. The two star was breaking me. So okay, it's resolved. It's as gone. Of today. Wow, yeah. problem solved. Catherine, are you ready to go to brunch? I'm ready to go to brunch. Um, Jesse oh. Miller McCann. After the Chinese oh, extravaganza, I cannot with this girl. I thought we never I mean, had a I better can. meal. I can't. But guess what? We talked about it last week. We planned it for this week. She showed up today. It might be my favorite thing she's ever made us. It's delicious. Wagyu beef barbecue sliders with chopped up dill pickles, little white onions, a corn casserole mm-hmm. on the side, Caitlin. And what corn casserole tastes like is like a, mm. like a if, if cornbread had other lovely things in it, including whole corn. Yeah. And as if it sweeter. was like set fully, but not baked so that it's dry. It's got a real moistness to it. Yeah. I don't even know what I would call it's like, the consistency. It's like, um, well, it's almost like cake. Like yes. there's like a cakeness to it, like a custardy yeah. cake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's like Bread the pudding, if you the, will. the jiffy corn mix, <laughs> but you put sour cream and butter uh-huh. and what else? Eggs. Eggs and a can of cream corn. Yes. A can mm-hmm. of regular corn. And then she put chopped jalapenos in this version, which was a nice Delicious. touch. Her shredded beef she made in the crock pot and cooked it down with like Worcestershire ketchup. What else? Brown sugar. Must Mm. The flavor of that sauce, I said to her, don't you dare put it away. I will be having more. I will be drinking what's left in the crock pot. The sauce is so good. She also made us, just because it was about to expire, a chocolate cake with white icing. Yeah. I said, I go with carrier. I looked over and there was a cake enough that she has a carrier. I said, did you bake a cake too? She's like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God. 
We are not worthy of They're this really moment. Not. But it's in, in some ways, ways, it's like, look, our moms don't live here. <laughs> and Jesse knows that. And it's oh, like man. she just gives us that little bit of motherly caring. And this was a yeah. damn delight. It was and so I'm gonna good. Throw it down again. I mean, I'm I'm gonna take myself out with seconds. I, I also want to talk about our fourth of July spread. Yes. You know, we're we're in the throes of summer. Davide just pointed out, much to my sugar, and there's only five weekends left. Which Why does he always get to do that. He did this to me. We're it's literally like 10 30 at night. We're laying in bed. This is what he does to me, you guys. He rolls over and he's like The night that he was out in all the anxiety, is this what he's spinning out about? Well, I the night of the party? No, 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 no. It was like the night. It was like um, <laughs> a couple nights later. Okay. And he just like wants to catch up about things. He's like, so uh, the underwriting on that one deal. Uh, <laughs> and he just like starts talking about like real estate shit. And I'm just like, uh-huh. Like scrolling my phone. <laughs> trying to give him the hint. Like, shh. Yeah. And then Bye he's time. like, and then he's like, um, he's like, oh, by the way, did you ever respond to so-and-so about whether or not we're going to that thing? And I'm like, no, I will. It's you know what I sometimes do, Michael, because he go, loves to, he loves to list right, and especially mm -hmm. with events, you know, pre-pandemic, he would plan our life for seven weeks, and every night he'd be like, "Well, this week this, and next week we got that, and then we got this, and then we got that," and then he's embraced a little bit of a lighter schedule during the pandemic life, um, and has leaned in more to his own body life. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, we've struck a nice balance, but I have to tell him sometimes, especially. He loved to ask me right as we are wrapping up Sunday night, I'm getting ready to go to bed. What do you got to do tomorrow? And I had to tell him, don't you ever ask me that, that again. That is so anxiety The last thing I want to think about is what I got on deck for tomorrow. As you're going to sleep. And he said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. And I was like, exactly. It's <laughs> fine. But sometimes or, or early in the morning, you know, if I haven't had my coffee, mm -hmm. we can both do that to each other where... So we've gotten good at saying, okay, something we have to discuss. You ready? You in? You, you know. Yeah, you can. Because. Well, I told yeah, them. I hate feeling like I'm in one place and the other person is in another yeah. place. And they want to talk about this big thing that, especially if I'm going to bed, you know, building the house. Every time we talk about that and bedtime is within an hour. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm yeah. talk about it in the morning. Well, and that's the thing. It's like. I get, because Davide's like, I mean, it's so hard to find time to talk with the kids. Like, we mm -hmm. can't talk about stuff. And I was like, I know, but like 1030 at night when I just want to like zone out, it's, not, it's the not the time. So he drops the bomb that our five weekends left <laughs> on the summer. Makes you panic about but this, obviously. I'm going to tell you guys, when I say we had one of the most epic 4th of July parties, I mean it. You threw it down. We threw it down. And Jesse, the food... We really, we did it. So just, so the, the plan was we're making ribs. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then Davide, of course, cause he always loves to add an element of mm -hmm. complication. <laughs> says, I'm also, I'm also making chicken drumsticks. Here is the thing. Wait, wait, not to give a spoiler, not okay. to give a spoiler. I just would like to say as a preview into this conversation, I appreciate his complication. <laughs> So, um, mm. we had some of the usuals, which is Jesse's bacon wrapped jalapenos. They've now become uh, a must. Staple. Jesse and Mel also both brought bacon wrapped water chestnuts. Also a staple. And water <gasps> chestnuts, are they a vegetable? Are they a cracker? What are they? What are they? <laughs> are they a cracker? They're a meat? They're, they're a cracker. They're definitely a cracker family. Um, a nut? 
Oh, maybe is they're it a nuts. Is it is? It's a nut. A water chestnut. Okay, so from now on. Oh, what? Plant root. Plant root. Mm. Okay, not enough people know. So from now on, when you say, what's your favorite nut? I'm going to say water chestnut. <laughs> <laughs> I love water chestnuts. Water chestnuts with bacon are amazing. Also barbecue-y. Yeah. Those, that's usually in the mix. Yeah. So that was really good. Oh. And then I took my, Use I took a, a stab at a go. seven layer Mexican dip, which I had never made. Laura, Diane. And that was a crowd pleaser. I discovered in the last, ever since I got freed from my vaccination. Yeah. I coaches bar and grill, not a sponsor, nor do I necessarily want that. I to think be, they should. But they maybe should. <laughs> they have on their menu a, um, a seven layer dip on their appetizer menu. And one time we were there, my sister and I were with the Pancake Sisters, and we wanted something to snack on. And we ordered it, and they said, hot or cold. And we all kind of looked at each other like, hmm? excuse, please? Pardon? And I then said, well, how should we do it? And the darling bartender, Nikki, said, I like it cold. And I said, well, then I support your choice. Yeah. And it was really good. I feel like growing up, Seven Layer Dip was always around at a cookout, and I never really appreciated it. Mm -hmm. I've since been back to coaches ordered cold seven layer dip like a pro because yeah. I know how good it is. So you don't even know how much of a seven layer dip I place. I had I no idea. Or how good yours was and completely different from the coach's seven layer dip. Mm. It had, I kept asking you like what salsa did you use? What spice did you use? Because it had a nice heat to it mm -hmm. without being too hot. Yeah. Like Ashley still could have eaten it even though it was spicy. Um, sitting outside, it was, Maybe a little bit gooey than you wanted, but it yeah. worked. Yeah. The chips you served it with were very salty, which I appreciate. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It's funny because I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Don't hate. Don't not love the dip as much yeah. as you do. But remember, how I told you Davide won't let me use my store bought guac anymore. Yes. From Sam's because Davide also does make the best guac. I kind His of guac was him. so good. Yeah. He did make a side of guac with yeah. my dip, but. Um, I was buying the store-bought guacamole from Sam's, which comes in like these pouches mm -hmm. and it's made with real avocados, but, and you I was scrimping and saving. I was, well, I would, I, I wasn't even trying to save on money. I was just saving on time. time. So I would mash a couple real ones in and add some fresh cilantro and think that no one could notice. Here's the thing. I didn't notice. Did. Guess who noticed? Old Mr. Is there garlic powder in this Davide? Yeah, he notices, he notices everything. So I had to use up my store-bought guacamole. And I said, I'm going to make a seven-layer dip. About this solution for all yeah. solutions. Well, now we know, sorry, now I got the hat. Yeah, down. sorry, not sorry. Make it every time. I will. Keep buying that store-bought guac and add it to my seven-layer Well, dip. I got one more pack to use. I'm going to make Perfect. it next time we hang. Feed it to um, my face. But the, the big showstopper were the ribs. So I bought nine slabs of ribs. Mm -hmm. I broke them down. Well, I did, actually didn't break them up this time. Usually I cut them into like three yeah. or four That chunks. roughly equated to nine slabs per person. Yeah. It was yeah. a little a It little was. Insane. Well, we had, we had like 16. Did you have any leftover? Did they oh, yeah. We had some leftover. Well, they, not as much as you would think, okay. um, but with the, people did eat it late night. But we had like 16 adults. Yeah. Plus about... 14 kids mm -hmm. and some of the kids would eat it. Some mm -hmm. wouldn't, but um, you know, it was like half a slab a person. Yeah, 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 I mean, that's yeah. a kind of a lot, um, but rather have too much than not enough. Always. So I took them out of the packaging. I washed them. I dried them. I rubbed them. Mm -hmm. I wrapped them in saran wrap. What kind of ribs did you start with? Spare rib um, or? 
What kind pork of rib? ribs? They were pork ribs. Um, I don't know if they were, they weren't baby back. I don't know what they were. Um, but they were good. Yeah, they're okay. pork. And um, I bought this butcher seasoning from Sam's. I get okay. uh, Sam's Butcher is awesome. They have great like steaks, great everything. In case you didn't know, I'm a big fan. Sam's not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Sam's, nor call Home me. Depot, but Laura and Davide go there every single day of their life, <laughs> and they would basically be bankrupt without them. So maybe it's think true. about it, Sam's and Home Depot. Oh, okay. it's so true. So Sam's so, so Sam's butcher seasoning. Rubbed them, wrapped each slab in saran wrap. Mm -hmm. I had the big foil tray, so I yeah. did three slabs per tray. Okay. That sat a couple days to really let the goodies sink in there. Sure, sure. And then I baked them um, at 250. Now, Ashley says, bake them for four hours. Mm -hmm. Jesse and I pulled them out at four hours, and we thought, eh, maybe they're not quite as... Tender. Tender. Well, I baked them another hour, but then I shut the oven off and didn't take them out. Mm -hmm. So they really got their Perfect. roof going. They were like falling apart. I mean, with a rib. David, it was so bad. You would want though, because they <laughs> wouldn't stand the grill. Because used to grill oh, it. David it is day. messy and it's falling such apart. such a diva about the materials on your grill. You can grill anything. No, Catherine, have you ever grilled? It's not oh. easy. It's hot. I don't think it is easy. And I'm not taking anything yeah. away from David. I see him leave that grill jump in the pool, go back to the grill. <laughs> I know it's not an easy game. I'm just saying I've yet to see the man take any meat on the market or a vegetable or a nut or a water chestnut and not be able to grill it perfectly. That's true. So all of his excuses about Jesse's Wagyu burgers are hard because they have a lot of oil and they melt on my grill and then they stick. I don't care. Yeah. Guess what? I had one on Monday and it was delicious. Yeah. He no. figured it out. He grills it to perfection, but I can, listen, you can empathize with the fact that it's not easy. That it's not easy. I it's never hot. said it was. And Dabby Day, calm down. You know, we're going to put you to the grill. We're going to put you to work. Not equipped. <laughs> <laughs> You're not equipped. I'm going to show up for a lot of things. <laughs> the grilling and the items that we all bring to the table and all of those things are not what I show up with. I show up with love. Yeah, and what when, do you show up with? My back's still, I'm going to bring it. <laughs> Biggest thing that you've ever dreamt of. I'm such a fool, right? Yeah. But Michael always brings stuff for us. Michael does. Yeah. He's a good boy. Look, here's the thing I was talking about with my sister and Jesse, and my sister made me feel better because she's like, but that's not you. Yeah. And I was like, you're right. It's not. <laughs> Michael's like, oh, that sounds just be better. Like some like, codependent. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, like, I'm fun usually. You are fun. Yeah. No, you okay. are a lot of fun. Okay. Um, okay. So the the thing about oh, the Davide's contribution Wait, to the party. To, so you they were falling apart. Then you put them on the grill. Davide was mad because they were falling apart. They were falling apart. But no, he, I mean, he, so he was helping me unwrap them. And it was like the saran wrap was real kind of loosey goosey. And you don't know what skin is. It was, it was hot. And it was so it's like burning our hands. We're trying to unwrap it and get them out there. So he was like bitching about it. But then he got them on the grill and they kind of like almost firmed up a little more. Yeah. So it was fine. But so it sounds like he was being dropped. The, the scandal, <laughs> no, the scandal was the chicken drumsticks because he brought those out as like an appetizer prior to the ribs. Yeah, staged you with the wings. Yeah. And they were so good. I couldn't stop. Thinking about them, dreaming about them, mm -mm. fantasizing about them, telling Davide about them because 
I really need them again very, very soon. And I told him that. Those chicken wing dings, I said, what did you, what did you coat them in? What was the seasoning? Mm -hmm. Sam's, right? Yeah. Sam's rub, It probably. was. Um, Definitely came from Sam's. I can picture him being like, oh, it came from Sam's. It wasn't actually. It was um, Mrs. Dash. Mm. Have you ever heard of that one? Yeah. It's like in a yellow container. Yeah. yeah. So he soaked them in milk. The the wing, yes. the chicken did come from Sam's. He said obviously. he did smoke it in milk. Yeah. Soak it in milk. Soaked them in milk. And then he like, like took them out, dried them off, and then put rubbed them with the Mrs. Dash seasoning. And I think maybe like some oregano or something random. I don't know. But he, oh, and then a ton of olive oil. Well, he grilled them. They were amazing. I, my mouth is wet. Oh, I want so them. Bad. And I... I, you know, we're such vultures, like food gets put down and I start seeing people gather. I'm like, what the God over there? <laughs> and I go over and I, I, you know, as I alluded to, my back's been having problems. So I'm like, grab a, grab me a wing. So she hands it to me and they had just been taken off of the grill. They were so hot, so crispy, so flavorable. I'm holding, yes. I'm not holding a wing in my hand thinking about it. Yes. Um, There was a... Buffalo sauce yeah. on the side that I didn't even touch, didn't even eat, didn't even think about eating because I felt so complete with the seasoning of that grilled, beautifully hot, yeah. flavorful wing day. He grilled them perfectly too. Oh, he had it. So he had the grill good. really low. It was only on like 350. Like, and it was he was so crispy. Yeah. He did a nice job. I got a picture of him. I like literally ate the end of the wing like just cracked it off in my mouth and ate it. It tasted so good. So this is really funny because, um, you know, look at those. You Send know, that to me. That might be our photo pic for, hell the, yeah, for this episode. Is. Yeah, that's um, So he gave me, he told me, he brought me in a plate of two mm -hmm. of them with a little side of sauce. And he's like, hurry, like these are almost gone. Everyone's <laughs> eating them. I was inside prepping more food. And uh, he's like, I, he's like, I only got like 24 and they're almost gone, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, well, wait, who to get? Who got one? I said, did did Catherine get one? And he said, yes. And I said, did Jesse get one? And he said, yes. And I said, did Ryan get one? And he's like, oh, I don't know. So I like eat a couple bites of yeah. the one. I don't even bite it. I like yeah. pull the pieces off. And then I like go outside. I'm like, Ryan, come get here. <laughs> Do you understand? I, I was like, I know. I was like, Ryan, mm -hmm. you didn't get one of these. Mm -hmm. I saved up for you. He's like, oh my God, that's so nice. So Ryan, my good friend. Ryan McGann, also known as Grandpa Jesse Miller McGann yes. and Jesse's husband. No one enjoys food maybe mm -hmm. more than Ryan. Yeah. At any party, the first thing he do, he does is sidle up to the food. Yeah. He tastes it all, eats it all. Yeah. Good luck to anybody that comes after yeah. him. He loves his food. Lest you worry that Grandma Miller is not appreciated enough, and that's why she makes food for yes. us. No, her husband fully appreciates it. So I saw how quickly those wings were going. And I didn't act, or, you know. Yeah, wait, you didn't I wait. Did act. You act. I, I, I just said, Jesse, grab yeah. me another one. Yeah. Pulled my dead leg over the bar. <laughs> I said, hand me another one and grab me a napkin this time. My hands burned. <laughs> and then I realized five minutes later, oh my gosh, I didn't see Ryan up oh at the grill. I know. And if he didn't get to eat those wings, uh -huh. I felt like I was going to cry yeah. for him. Yeah. All of a sudden, I see him walk out of your porch with a plate, eating a wing. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank God. I was yeah. so worried you didn't get any. He's like, it's all cool, man. I was like, how good are those? He's like, so good. I know. Yeah. 
So on Monday, because why are there so few of them? Did we not realize how good they? He be? only, I think he, yeah, I why think so he just thought the like it was like an, it was like an appetizer, and he didn't really think like I don't think he knew how they'd turn out. It's kind of like, well, I mean, now we had nine slabs of ribs, like we needed more meat. Wow, but we did. They scratched an itch that yeah, and it was. I mean, this is I told Davide, I must have told him at least five times. But every time I told him, his smile and his twinkle would be so large. So I knew yeah. it was really hitting the mark with him. But um, I had wings from somewhere in the last couple of weeks from Iaconos that are amazing. Mm. If you don't know Iaconos pizzas, their wings are so good. Really? Yeah. They're I know that. Really good. Um, and then I had wings from somewhere else, like Woody's Wing House or something stupid. that, And they weren't good. And I was kind of like, eh, I'm over wings for a while. Until Davide. Until Davide. And now I'm like, Davide, do you want me to bring 700 chicken wing dips? Yes. Okay. Yes. I told him on Monday, so we kind of had like an impromptu pool party again on, on Monday. We just got after it this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I like, we were getting ready for people to come over and Jesse was bringing um, beef to make burger mm -hmm. patties. And I was like, will you go get more of those chicken wings? And make them? <laughs> it's like, no. Um, those will be on the menu. Yes. And those next so time good. I will also bring, be bringing uh my cousin dan's mm, cowboy caviar yes. that's on the menu i just you know sciatic you... pains and i couldn't stand so i couldn't chop so i couldn't do anything yeah can you tell us have you told have you told the listeners about the cowboy caviar and what that um, is? the cowboy caviar comes from dan um it's one of my favorite um appetizers because you can kind of eat a lot of it without feeling super weighed down. Mm -hmm. And I tend to go hard on snacks. It's mm -hmm. just in my nature, especially <laughs> if I like them. Same. So Same. this one, it feels like you're not doing something horrible yeah. for you. It feels light and fresh. You can consume a lot of it without feeling stuffed and heavy. Yeah. So what it is, is multiple peppers. Choose your choice. Red, yellow, orange. Mm -hmm. so that's usually where I settle. Um, I don't like green peppers as much. Mm -mm. I find them to be bitter. So I usually yeah. leave them out of my mix. Yeah. Um, then you take red onion, which I usually, or purple onion, I usually kind of disagree with, but it does add a nice brightness of color and there's a lot of flavor in there. So it doesn't overpower. Like I feel like mm -hmm. purple onion, red onion can. Um, then you use ideally um, black eyed peas mm -hmm. and like garbanzo beans but black-eyed peas are really, really hard to find. Um, so I often end up just playing with different types of beans. But I like definitely settling in the white bean mm -hmm. family. I think it just plays nicely with this. Um, celery is important. Yeah. Chop that up. The, the key with this, too, and you'll mock just like you will Davide's potato salad, the finer the chop, the better. Yeah. It really blends nicely when you really chop it up fine. But it takes preparation yes. because it's a lot of chopping. So... I should get like a food processor that might make my no. life easier, but I kind of like to chop. Um, so you put it all together. Um, corn, if you want. Did a you lot of times. Yeah. So I, since I can't usually find the black eyed peas, I will a lot of times put um, like a white corn mm -hmm. and a yellow corn. You can find some kind of cool corns in the place where you would expect black eyed peas to be. And mm -hmm. so like I just usually improvise there. Corn always has, as you know, yeah. in my opinion. Um and then the dressing of it is like white vinegar, rice vinegar, mm -hmm. sugar, um, not even olive oil, just straight like cooking oil, basically, mm -hmm. um, salt, pepper, 
I always add celery salt to everything. Yes. So I advise that. Um, and you sort of whisk it all together and then you put it over the vegetables and then ideally let them soak. And then it all, the juice will kind of settle. So right before you serve it, you don't even really need to stir it. You can just kind of shake the Tupperware and mm. get it all mashed up. And it sits really it's well so all day, like outside. It never gets gross. Mm -hmm. It can sit there for like 10 hours and you would still yeah. eat it and it would still feel fresh and light somehow cold. It's even though so it's fresh and light. Yeah. And like there's a sweetness to it. Yeah. It was, I remember the first time you made it, I stood over the, you brought a huge Tupperware container yeah. and I just stood over the container yeah. and like, smashed I it had the same so response hard. when Dan made it and then I kind of forgot about it and then last summer we were at um the, the cabin and he made it and I you were wanting me to make my black bean salsa which I've made so many times and I, I don't even want to eat it anymore and so I was like send me that cowboy caviar he's like are you sure it's a lot of chopping and I said I'm sure I can do it she can and handle it it's good yeah it's one of the best little dips I've ever had like that yeah oh it's so good yeah. so Laura's been wanting it basically all summer yeah I have been teased, <laughs> but it's coming. Well, it's like one of these five weekends we have left. Catherine's dealing with some sciatica. Yeah, you, you guys. guys I just it, it just dawned on me, which it probably didn't dawn on you, but we I walked into her kitchen where she normally works and works from home, and she's sitting at her dining room table yeah. in like dining chairs. Yeah. So the first thing I decided there's two things that I think I've, I've self-diagnosed have been made made this flare up. Yeah. Numero unos. About three years ago, I really got compulsive about pulling weeds out of our flower beds. Mm. I never did that. And it just one day I looked around and I thought, oh, my gosh, how do I have so many weeds in my flower bed? And my mom was like, well, you just have to pick them every day and then you stay on top of them. Yes. <laughs> I, I pulled weeds for like two days straight to clear them out. And then since then, I'm really good about every day I go out there and just pull any weeds I see so that you never have a weed problem in mm -hmm. your yard. And... What I have realized is this is around the amount of time that I've been having intermittent problems with my sciatica. And I think I am fairly certain I bend all the way straight over when I'm doing this task and I really need to bend my knees. That's my first action item. You're doing um, the bend and snap when, the bend you, and snap. when you weed? Yeah, just bend all the way straight <laughs> over with my butt knee. And my husband will be like, hop hey, there across the street. I'm like, well, whatever. There goes the neighborhood. There goes the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the other thing that, you know, I blame it on, I have driven a lot always in my jobs. Mm -hmm. And I think that activates it and isn't a good thing. Um, but weeding is a problem. And then what was the other thing I decided I was going to do to just you need like a this desk in the bed? Chair. Oh, and a I know. I thought, well, I'm working at a dining room table. I didn't really, until we move, I don't really want to have an office chair in the middle of my kitchen. It yeah. just is not so cute. So I did buy this handy dandy sciatica pillow off of Amazon at some point in the middle of my pain. And it has proved to be delightful because huh. it's really cushioning my bottom. It's providing my tailbone the right place to be. It's keeping my posture right. It's been a game changer. So you think that'll do it? I think it's going to hold me. And then when I get to the new house, I'm going to like get a really good chair and then maybe even get a desk that you can stand at and lower mm -hmm. and, you know, do all the things because I do spend a lot of my life sitting at a desk and driving. Yeah. So I have to be nice to my body. Yes, you do. And in the midst of all of this, Michael says you've completely ruined 4th of July, now known as 4th of second sciatic. <laughs> not really, but we did the best we could, but I did not make my dip for Laura. And I That's didn't even okay. actually eat the ribs. 
because I just was like, I know. Okay, I gotta go. Well, and once, the wings were so made me so well, complete. Once the wings happened, then I really started campaigning for the ribs, mm-hmm. and I was like recruiting people. I'm like, so what was better though, the ribs or the chicken? Yeah. Like, and you know, I had some votes. I had some votes. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, I heard through the grapevine that Ryan said the ribs were best, and yeah. Landon said Landon the said ribs that, were best. Yes. Yeah. And I. What does Jesse say? Oh, I like the ribs. Yes. Whoa. They were really good. I'm really sad I missed them. I can make more. Okay. We'll just do this again. Okay. We only have five weekends left. So (laughs) So pick one. (laughs) Pick one. Mm. Um, So something interesting that, you know, I always observe because I am the host of a lot of these pool parties. And we are bringing together. A lot of different personalities. Mm-hmm. So there's people from like like Jesse's my best friend from college. Mm-hmm. One of them, Ashley, don't get jealous. <laughs> but like you know, we've got my best friends from college. Mm-hmm. We've got you. You know, I've got some of Davide's friends. We've mm-hmm. got friends that we've met through other friends in Columbus. Mm-hmm. So you're mashing all these people together. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people have kids, mm-hmm. so there's a ton of kids running around. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting the mm-hmm. personalities that unfold. Yes, and. Ryan and I were talking about our friend Jamie. You uh, missed this. Okay. He brought this speaker. You did see the speaker at the party. He it was brought, a party speaker. You guys, this speaker, that looked like luggage. Let me just also say, as, <laughs> as a forty-four-year-old woman just trying to make it to a Fourth of July party, and I walked into the back of Laura's yard, which always has music going really nicely, and your neighbors are pretty cool and don't yeah. really ever, they to my knowledge, say anything. No. But there's this speaker that is sitting there that looks like it's going to blow your top off. <laughs> and I feel like it was like, welcome to the jungle. Like, it was wild. I was like, okay. Like, yeah. the volume was pumped. I was like, yeah. all right, so I this had to settle in, girl. Settle in. Settle find a good seat. In. It had a, like, a handle, like a piece of luggage where the handle could come up. It was and definitely larger it. than a carry-on. So we, so we battled with the music all day. We just played all the bangers at one point like we were playing like early 2000 club hits and Davide was spraying the kids with the hose (laughs) and we were dancing it was it was hysterical but Jamie literally turned into a character like he was a movie character he hauled that that uh speaker a mile and a half down to the high school to the fireworks what a wagon no they have it was on rollers Oh, and that's my sciatic. Ryan and I were laughing so hard. Jamie has on this like Hawaiian shirt and green shorts. He's carrying a beer, open container. <laughs> He's blasting music, yeah. and just the, the speaker's like clunkety clunk behind <laughs> oh. him. And he's literally just walking down 161, and there's tons of people, tons of traffic. What like, was we're he getting playing? everything. And people loved it. Just he and turned and into speaker. He was the funniest. It was like we laughed so hard talking about him. Like he was the funniest. I was so sad that they were too hungover on Monday because I was like, "Come over here, bring your." We barely came prepared because one thing I did notice about Jamie is halfway through the party, he was wearing different trunks. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, I mean, we all live in town, man. Like, we had a costume change yeah. party. I expect that from Stella. She's yeah. a fashionista. And she likes to change out of her suit, put on a dress, and say, I'm done swimming for now. Yeah. 
But um, I've never seen a man bring a backup suit and then switch into another suit. So if you're telling me he was wearing the greens on the way to the he was that means he changed back. Mm-hmm. He just- <laughs> costume changes. So I think he was committed to the show. He might have been one of the MVPs. Oh. I, can't, I have to say that I was pretty good. I didn't make it to the fireworks. But- Laura was amazing. <laughs> amazing. So allow me to tell the pod audience what it is that you are wearing. Yeah, of course. You were rocking the 4th of July spirit. You had yeah. your red suit on. Always. Which is an amazing suit. Thank you. It looks really good on you. Oh, thank you. Uh, Cradles you in all the right places. <laughs> uh, not in a creepy way. And um, you also had your festive 4th mm-hmm. of July mm-hmm. American flag cowboy hat. Yes, I did. That was a gift from your father? It was. Okay. So, Michael, immediately, Mr. Ham just couldn't resist making the parallel. And I had my hair down. <laughs> you had your hair down. Yeah. You couldn't resist the parallel of how much you were imbibing a Brett Michaels spirit. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Which at first you were offended by. At first I didn't want to lean into it. But when you leaned, <laughs> you leaned good. To the you point know what where, turned me? What? Sorry, not to interrupt no, you. No, but please. What turned the corner. So I, Michael was teasing me and calling me Brett Michaels. <laughs> and I was kind of like, whatever, Michael, I don't care. But then when he said this could be your Halloween costume, then I was like, You're right. Actually, I am Brett Michael. Which then constantly the rest of the day when my sciatica wasn't throbbing to make Ryan laugh, I would make Laura pose and I would pretend to take a picture and I'd say, Oh yeah, that's sexy. Yeah, but more like that. Um, we also had a really good time. What was the song that you that your spirit would just feel every time we would sing it? Um, oh, it wasn't every rose. Oh, no, it was more of a party. Anthem. Take me down to Paradise City. That's not Fred Michaels. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> what was it, Michael? November Rain. No, no that's not a party anthem. Whatever it was, every time we would sing it, your head would bop in that in that flag hat, and you would feel your spirit, mm-hmm. aka your Brett Michaels spirit. So the best thing is. You eventually leaned in yeah. to being Brett Michaels at the pool party, which is the best thing you ever did. You brought an 80s rocker vibe to yes. your spirit. Yes. The next day, Laura is stitching it together with hopes and dream. Oh, and I woke up ready to go. Yeah. Poor like, Davide. I didn't know if he would even come out to the pool yeah. because he woke up and, quote, had rib up to my throat. Yeah. I can't even get out of bed. This is a bad decision. I have heartburn. Good. I have anxiety. I have overhang. I have a hangover. <laughs> So everybody was a mess. Laura comes out completely. I felt great. Completely different vibe. At first, you felt different. The magic was in the hat. So first, she comes out. She's in a blue and white striped, adorable, roughly bikini, with a white. Oh yeah. Sort of bucket hat that sits on her in a sad way. (laughs) In a way that says, "Look, I've had mimosas and I'm tired." You laid in the chair. You didn't really talk to anybody. Then you lost your hat because you were hot at one point. I took it off. <laughs> then we're standing over by the grill. You say, where's my hat? And Sydney, the six, seven-year-old oh, child, yes! says, here it is, Laura, and holds up the old flag cowboy hat out of nowhere <laughs> to which we repeat ourselves. You fully started embracing your life as Brett Michaels. You wore it Sunday. And then I said, here's the deal with that hat. It makes you so good. Don't ever take it anywhere. Yeah. Don't wear it. Don't you dare. Yeah. Even put it in your suitcase. No. It's going to make you do bad things. Imagine if I go to Texas. Imagine if you went to ne- Texas and wore that. They house. would be like, I'd be like, ma'am. Yeah. 
would be wild. Then I tried to get you to go to your 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 like happy hour open event at the, next, the conference next week in your red bikini and the cowboy hat. Picture the owners' faces, and when they say, "What are you wearing?" Yeah. you say, "What? What?" This feels like discrimination. Yes, ma'am. Ma'am, walk away. <laughs> But you can't take that hat anywhere. It can't be bridled. It's, if you put it in your suitcase when you went out to have a nice, respectable business dinner, it'd wrestle itself free. <laughs> it'd escape down the hallway and get on the first open elevator, and it would have a hell of a time. All of a sudden, I'd have- You'd have a $5,000 bar tab, and they'd roll the footage, and it'd be the hat. <laughs> Sitting at the bar, picking Bu- up- Buying bitches. shots yeah, for everyone. Buying shots, be like, it's on me. <laughs> Meanwhile, what's the name of the credit card? Hat. <laughs> Check the receipts. <laughs> Too far? <laughs> okay, so this is what I'm saying. Okay. So Jamie became the speaker. Yes. Loved him. Yes. I became the hat. Yes. <laughs> what was that? As we know. The, the thigh pinch. You were the sciatica. Oh my God. You at were one the point, we pinch. tried to take a picture. They're all they wanted was like, oh, look at all the girls. We're all wearing. Red, white, or blue. For hours, we talked about the idea of getting us all in the yard. Get a picture. Or somewhere. Just get a picture. David A., king of overcomplication, love you, yes. says, let's get in the yard, everyone. Grass was the hardest thing for me to walk yeah. on. We walked into the yard. I gripped Jesse with one arm, Adina with the other, pinched my thigh, bent down. Jesse, you can tell in the picture, is holding my arm so gingerly, just trying to like, send love and healing into there. And if you zoom in, I'm pinching my thighs, just yeah. like in so much pain. We took two pictures. One of them, Adina's eyes are closed. The other, your eyes are like rolled in your head. No, I'm pointing them Yeah, here. I said, later, figure it out. Take it without yeah. me. I could not even. They're not good. It's okay. No. They're not that good. Well, I don't ever need to be in any photo of a full body bathing suit. Well, that's what like, we, that's not my best look. We told the Davide the same thing. Like Adina was like, um, by the way, those pictures go nowhere. And Doesn't I'm like, oh, understand that you're only supposed to do like waist up. He was you, you guys, he was crouching down and yeah. angling up at us. <laughs> that's I when like, I walked off doing? when I saw him getting down, like we were on the red carpet, and I was like, I'm on a full but you need upward. to go down this way. We're not at the kind of pool party where we're wearing heels and sarongs. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have a sciatica pain. I'm yeah. doing my best in my lands in tank. Can I get no. back in the pool now? Absolutely. Yeah. That was anyway, that was a miss. It was a great okay. party. But here's the th- it was a great party. Yeah, and the wings were fantastic. But Jamie, nice. Jamie Speaker, yes. me hat. Yes. This segues into a delightful yes. article that Mr. Ham sent me on mm. BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, we all know someone who loves something so much that it turns into their entire lives. Oh gosh. Okay. So uh-huh. Ryan and I were joking about Jamie. We're like, Jamie turned into a character. Mm-hmm. There are also people that love something, certain things. And then it's like all they can talk about, yes. all they are. Yes. It could, it might be me in the hat, you know, <laughs> TV. I, feel it. It but, my, I feel like I get like that with anything that I love. I get like really bullheaded about, oh my gosh, you have yes, to love this. Yes. Pearl um, Summer. Isn't yes, that the one that you're pushing? Yes. Me? Everybody watch okay. Pearl Summer if you're looking for a nice whodunit. Okay. So a Reddit user. Wait, let me also say, yeah. if we're going to throw a shout out to Pearl Summer, not a sponsor, I yeah. have to say Jeanette Turner is actual trash. You'll get it when you watch it. Go. You guys were texting about Jeanette Turner nonstop. And I'm like, who is this That's person? what the pancakes were doing to me about Kingdom. 
Um, and I'll never even watch Kingdom, it. I did it just watch. Went on and for weeks. They pulled me off the chain. I just didn't know what was happening. I heart Alvy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so one Reddit user asked the question: mm -hmm. What's something that people? What's what is something that people turn into their whole personality? Yes, I actually have one. Yeah, yeah the thread went viral yeah. and received over forty thousand responses. And here are the top voting yeah. answers. Okay, perfect, perfect. Disney. Oh my gosh! Yes. yes. Weird Disney. adults that make Disney all about their existence. Yeah. That is really weird. I, mean, I love Disney. People get so class, into Disney. People that go to Disney. Have to wear something so Disney. so into Disney. What, I mean, what happens if you go to Disney and you just wear what I'm wearing? A Diamond Donk t-shirt. That's what I wore. Like, everybody I, I wore see Disney is wearing these Disney outfits that they order specially to wear to Disney. No. I mean, I put Fiona in some. like a mini, a Mickey or mini t-shirt. You know, because she was like three, but yeah. I just wore normal clothes. Well, that was not a good day either. Remember, she like she peed her pants. Peed her pants. <laughs> well, she actually she fell asleep in her stroller yeah. and peed, and I didn't bring a change of clothes because yeah. I was ill prepared. Yeah, um, well, but people not your fault. Love people do love Disney. Disney. Dance moms slash sports moms <laughs> or baseball dads. Yes. Yeah, this person said baseball dads made me quit baseball when I was 12. Well, because they all are so worried about their son's imaginary baseball career that's never going to go anywhere past <laughs> high school and like getting like angry about it. I also think baseball dads and dance moms, they both have a vibe of like, all right, like they might as well give you a contract, like ready to sign it all over yeah. to dance yeah. and baseball. Right. Because you're going to those outfits at Dubai for dance every time. It's not like they recycle those ugly outfits amongst all the little baby makeup dancers. Mm -hmm. They buy them. Yeah. Over and over and over again. It's such an expensive sport. So expensive. Time consuming. Mm -hmm. uh, horses. Talk about uh, an expensive endeavor. Look, you know, I kind of have a thing against horse people. So I'm not. You have talked it. about this. Yeah. Not against them. I just, um, a lot of people that like horses just really like horses. Yeah. Um, Horses are awesome. They are but awesome. But it's a lot. I took a couple lessons. It, you know. CrossFit. Oh. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. It's a cult cough way of life. Um, <laughs> are people still doing CrossFit? Do they just not talk about it anymore because the world got so I think so. I think people, they realized they were talking about it too they much. They realized all the recruitment was done and they just needed to keep the circle tight. Zip it. Astrology. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like we run with people that talk about astrology that much. I mean, I well, think, actually, I do kind of like talking about. Well, astrology. and don't you think that? I think it's interesting. Like horoscope signs do have a little bit of weight in yeah, people's personalities. For sure, I kind of feel like, and maybe we find the connection. But I always think, like, oh yeah, that's a total, you know, Gemini thing to do. This is a very Jane comment. My friend Jane is a bit of a mystic, but she would say, and I agree with her. More reliable than astrology is numerology. Mm. Numerology is pretty cool and very accurate. So okay. we'll play with that at some point. We need to get Jane on. Write that down. Jane on and talk yeah, to I know. us Jane, about. dial in from Bastion. Let's do it. Come um, visit me. Choose your toys. Harry Potter. Did I say yeah, that? Right. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I will sorry. die for Harry Potter. It is the most masterful, yeah. masterful story of our time. I'm talking about the books. The movies are fine, but the books will change your life. And I really appreciate a story that ends in a way that lets you know there was always a plan. Mm -hmm. I was just talking about this with our friend Dave Moore yesterday. My problem with the television show Lost is at some point after a few seasons, 
I got the distinct impression that they were making it up as they mm-hmm. go. And I felt hoodwinked. Harry Potter, it was all planned yeah. and laid out in a beautiful way. So I support it. I, I support I support your support. Thank you. Um, the generation that you're born in. Uh, yeah. You could see that, right? Well, let me ask you, as uh, being at the cusp of a millennial, mm-hmm. do millennials want to own being a millennial or do they want to disown the stigma of millennials? Like, what's the vibe? I think the stigma has kind of gone away. Like, I think there was this stigma early on, like when millennials were younger, especially like graduating and like mm-hmm. trying to find jobs and stuff. There was like a stigma that, you know, they're entitled. They don't mm-hmm. want to work hard. Um But now I think that millennials are embracing it because I think they've really influenced the the way that we work and like what their values are has Mm -hmm. changed so much in the workplace. It's Mm -hmm. really shifted the way that companies operate. Now we're the largest part of the workforce. So deal with us. And, you know, millennials are famously like they want to make an impact. They want flexibility. Mm -hmm. They want, you know, they don't necessarily want to stay at the same company for 30 years. Um, I'm work-life X. balance is more important. I just want to enjoy my job, mm-hmm. have a fun time. It's very millennial of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See what we did there? Um, because I think Gen X is probably more of like, you know, you work, you work really hard. You work. I think the, same the Gen company, X in me makes, yeah, and it makes me be very independent, very figured yeah. out. Yeah. Um, the Office. Well, the Office is amazing. It is amazing. And I refuse to be mad at that. Um, who would you be if you were a character on The Office? Oh, gosh. Phyllis. <laughs> Phyllis. Um, Phyllis. Who am I? I I'm probably know. most like Jim, yeah. even though I'm a, a girl. Stanley? Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know. I don't know. I'm confused by it. You're Jan. I'm Jan. For sure. I'm for sure Jan. We always tell uh, Corey is Michael Scott and um, Shannon is white. (laughs) So that's perfect. Um, Okay. Wine mom. Wait, what? Wine mom. Oh. (laughs) I even didn't even recognize what you were saying to me. I know. I hate moms that talk about being wine moms. And I'm best friends with moms that love to drink wine. Yes. But they don't use it as a thing to They're be not cool necessarily and, interchangeable. Look at me in my picture of my wine. Peeking back for the wine. It's so dumb. Um, let's see. Jeep Wrangler owners. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Effing love those cars. Bruder had one, and there's this whole thing that I never knew about that you had to beep and wave at every other Jeep on the road. Yes. You yeah, it's the Jeep wave. You just yeah. do a little flip of the hand. She loved it. Hello. She's like, it's so great. Um, and last but not least, I saved this one. I, <laughs> I, I switched the order up. Uh Myers Briggs results. What? People really latch hard onto anything that can help them understand and categorize themselves. You guys. That, that is true. And is categorize me. others. Sorry, that's me. Yeah. I've become the person that only wants to talk about Myers Briggs, but I find it so interesting. And I do think it, it's interesting to understand ourselves. It's interesting mm-hmm. to understand others. And the generalizations that Myers-Briggs makes, like there's so much variation yeah. within a type. It's not like we're just defining people by 16 things, but I think it yeah. does tell us so much. So I will keep fighting for it. So I love it. Uh, every time we talk about like someone, we're like, 
what do you think they are? I know. You know, I especially know. like in work situations. But I love thinking about people that I can't figure out. Uh -huh. That's a fun game for me. Yeah. I could toil away for hours. Yeah. Or thinking about people that have already assigned something being like, well, maybe. Yeah. Let's roll through this again. Maybe see if we it can still change holds. it out. Yeah. Um, well, that was fun. Super fun. I love people. They we are got just our episode like that. We were short last time. We ran well, we it strong this time. So well, listen, we had guests. We had yeah. Ashley. Yeah. She had, she got kids. She had she to get back kids. home. She had to be worried about <laughs> is the world round or flat or is India country or um you guys like Catherine mentioned earlier, please like, rate, review, subscribe. Mm -hmm. To the podcast um write us at biscuits in the ham at gmail yes tell your friends tell your co-workers yeah. tell anybody who you think might listen yeah um and thank you for all of your love and support and feedback we appreciate our growing audience as always always and in the meantime until next time there's, there's always brunch, brunch.